0: And welcome back to another episode of Double Shot Connection with Marvin and Barma. Can I just say it is a pleasure to see your pretty face, Nate?
1: Oh, mate, as is yours, and I am I'm hyped tonight. We've watched the football, we've had dinner together, and we've also won a little bit of money, so, what a night.
0: Yeah, we followed a friend of ours tips that came up very well in the footy and then Nath sort of thought he'd, he'd be a bit greedy and he's come up with an absolutely dud multi that came through when they're winning so we'll forgive him for that because we won a little bit but very grateful and just absolutely, I think I'm buzzing a little bit tonight as well Nath. The gym's reopened on Saturday and I'm being back at it. The arms are sore, the legs are sore but the heart is happy. Um, And can I say, I went down to the gym today, a bit of a story before we get things kicking. And I was on the treadmill running at about 35 kilometres an hour, just like you saying, Bolt. And my dear old housemate, Nathan Sloan, gives me a tap on the shoulder and guess who signed up to Revost Fitness in Claremont? Nate. So that's a really, really happy, positive story. I've given him a bit of a flack over the podcast for his cleanliness and all these other things. But he's a a big boy when it comes to lifting weights, so it'll be good to see him in the gym.
1: Did he clean the machine after use? I mean, COVID policies, you got to spray and wipe after use.
0: You know what's cute is he was working out with his boss, which I think is really... <laughs>
1: were they spotting each other?
0: I think so. I went upstairs. I didn't see too much of them, but yeah, from what I could see, they looked like they were having a jolly old time, I think. That's really cool. I don't think I've ever worked out with my boss. I've worked out with mates and partners, but yeah, a of boss.
1: I'm just going to have to call you out there as well. I don't think the treadmill goes to 35Ks an hour, so just tell the truth on the podcast, mate.
0: (laughs) The three at the start of
1: Was it (laughs) 3.5? Yeah, I was going to
0: say the three might have had a point in between it, but still, I think it's very important to never, ever, ever give up, just like our winner of the giveaway that we had this week, which we announced on Tuesday at Good Things in Mosman Park.
1: Shout out to Good Things.
0: We drew it out of your manky little beanie covered in lice and (laughs) and dandruff. But um, a lucky lady, Alex from Kananara, has won herself three months Spotify subscription, so
1: congratulations. Spotify Premium, don't forget that. You can listen to Double Shot Connection ad bloody free.
0: Yes, well, Alex, you'll be listening to Double Shot Connection and your friends that you've tagged in for the next three months thanks to Nathan Vaughn's big, big bank account there. um, All the way from Kununurra.
1: Yeah, it's pretty crazy to think that we've got viewers from out there. How cool.
0: Viewers, listeners. Oh, sorry. (laughs) We're actually doing something new tonight. Uh, We've got, oh, you'll probably be able to see it on IGTV. Um, We've got the Sony camera there. <laughs> I don't know what model that it is, it's Barnes. Um, the Sony camera filming us. We've got a few friends in the podcasting world who do the filming and it's something Barnes has been really keen on getting done so we thought we'd give it a go tonight. I got a haircut earlier today to look pretty for.
1: <laughs> I tied my hair up as well. I didn't want to look too scruffy. Looks
0: <laughs> like Tarzan in the what the one where we filmed Josh Cable so I thought I'd clear myself up a bit. Um,
1: oh, I think I look a bit like Tarzan, mate. I'm a bit, bit darker than you. you got the longer hair. Got better abs. The <laughs> <laughs> <A> bit <calm>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's a pleasure to be back. As I said, I, talking about Carnarvon. I was in Cowbarry last week, which was lovely. 29 degrees and sunny every day, whilst Vaughn's was stuck in the office on St George's Terrace.
1: <laughs> what can I say? Live your best life. (laughs) Um,
0: Yeah. And as I I mentioned before, we made our debut on Instagram TV and Vimes had a little bit of an incident, didn't you, when you were (laughs) uploading?
1: Yeah. It's an interesting one, Instagram TV. I had no idea how it worked. So luckily enough, as you guys would have seen from our Instagram, that when we interviewed Joshua Cable we did it over Zoom so it was quite beneficial that we had video involved so that enabled me to cut up some clips and gave me the opportunity to post it on Instagram but what I didn't know and what I soon found out was that posting on Instagram TV you need a certain size of video it can't just be the big video that you recorded off your webcam it has to be a certain dimension So I had a a bit of a run in with this because here I was so keen to just get this video up because we talked about such a cool topic, mental health and sport. So I was like, shit, this video needs to go up as soon as possible. So when I went to hit upload... Our faces just exploded on the screen. I was like, far out. Our faces look so fat and zoomed in. How did this happen? So then I did some research. As you do, you go on Google, you say, why does my image not fit on Instagram TV? (laughs) And then what I soon found out was is that your cover photo needs to be a certain size and so does your video. So I was like, okay, well, I'll try it again. So I I changed a few things around and then I uploaded it for the second time and the same thing happened. Our faces just exploded on the screen. I was like, what do I do? So then I went back to Google and I tried changing the dimensions again on a different program and I was like, okay, I've got this. I think it's going to work. However, I didn't realize that in this third time I used a free software so there was a a watermark of a random website on the bottom right-hand corner. I was like, oh, you know what, I'm I'm not proud of actually – uploading something with a watermark on Instagram because why should I give a free website another plug on our page? I don't have
0: any sponsors mate so for the sake of potentially sponsoring us what were they called?
1: Uh, I I couldn't even tell you man I honestly can't even remember because I was just so fixed on getting this video up I started at like I don't know 6pm because apparently that's the best time to post
0: (laughs) (laughs) and you're thinking where was Marv helping Barnes along out along the way here. I can I can happily or not happily, but I can admit that I did. <laughs> Sweet at all. So that goes back to what I said last week. This man, very humble guy, the amount of hard work he puts in <laughs> and if you're thinking, Marv, give him a hand, I know nothing about technology. I try my best and I really give it a go, but I do not know how to do anything. So good on your arms oh. and
1: for oh, starting m- mate, I'm I'm always happy to help, and yeah. So I, I started at six o'clock, and I was onto my third try, and by this time it was eight o'clock, and I'm like, man, why don't I have this down packed yet? So I got to this stage where I was like, you know what? I just want this video out there, so. Look, I uploaded it, and it's. I look at our Instagram wall, and it and it still looks a bit funny. I'm like, compared to all the. And then, look, I learned from my mistake, and I figured out how to do it the next morning. So the cool thing was is that yeah, I wasn't proud of my first post, but the next three that I did, I was like, oh yeah, this looks good. It fits the page. People can see our faces properly, and we don't we don't look so angry. But because <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you now, we definitely weren't angry when we were interviewing Josh. We're actually very happy. <laughs> well,
0: it's one of our fun. This
1: works well. So. Yeah, that's it. But I guess the interesting thing that I thought from that experience was sometimes something that you think so simple, for example, uploading a video onto Instagram, a simple task like that ends up taking you a few hours. And at the time, you get so frustrated because you're like, man, why can't I just do this? Why, why won't it work? But the cool thing is through those through that time and effort that you spend and through I guess you not I guess struggles in one sense struggling because you don't know how to do it at the time you come out the other end and you learn something and the amazing thing is that it sets you up for the future and by what I mean by that I mean to give you my example is that now when I go and post the video on Instagram TV boom takes me Ten seconds because I know what size it needs to be and I know how it needs to be done. So even though I had to spend a lot of time initially, it set me up very well because now when I need to do it in the future, it's all there. It's interesting in the fact that also when you're going through those hours, sometimes you also... Doubt yourself as well. You're like, oh, I'm spending all this time, but it's not working. Why isn't it working? What can I do to be better and things like that? And then I guess once you start doubting yourself, you feel discouraged because it's just not working for you. And then I guess, you know, what I realize and what I found out from talking to a few people is that self-doubt can actually lead to growth like in one aspect it means that you're growing because by doubting yourself you've identified something that you may be deficient at or something that you're not necessarily good at but when you go through those periods where you're doubting yourself what what are you actually doing You're, you're actively trying to think of ways to get better and so when that happens in the long run and when you look back at your experience you're actually thankful that you had those feelings because it's made you a better person it it makes you appreciate the struggles that you went through at the time because you can learn and grow from those experiences and who would have thought something so small as to not being able to upload a video video would make you doubt yourself but then it just comes down to you, you want to be perfect at what you're good at and sometimes we're not always going to be perfect there's always things you're not going to know but you come out the other side of a better person so that's that's why it comes back to i'm really enjoying this experience as well because you know we're still learning every time we record a podcast every every time we record we're learning something new whether it's learning how to speak English or, you know, learning how to plug the USB into the computer property. Like like there's always just small things that we can learn. And it, you know, it applies to all aspects of life really where I guess we're all students at the end of the day, aren't we? So yeah, it's a pretty cool thing. And I guess going on to the next thing as well, sometimes not just doubting yourself and what you do. I guess, Marv, we're very big in, in our fitness and we like to go for runs around Lake Monga and you got me running into the three kilometres and you went for a run this afternoon. How how did you go? Yeah, I went
0: for a run today. It was absolutely pouring down in the morning and you're right, I bucketing down with rain. I think by midday there was already about 15, 16 millimetres of rain and I just said to myself, oh, I've gone to the gym. I've had a bit of a stretch. I might just give it a miss. And there you go. Going back to what you were just talking about, there's self-doubt. And yeah, what maybe give it a miss. And however, you know what I said, I'll give it a go. I can't lose anything from this. If anything, I can just go there and have a walk around the lake. And yeah, when I realise I'm incapable of just walking around the lake, I've always got to... I start with a walk or something and then I get going and, yeah, the, the competitive nature of in me I just wants to get going, wants to keep going. So that was really good. And I know a little birdie told me the other day you went for a run without me.
1: <laughs> I did, yeah. I went for a run around my own suburb on Tuesday.
0: And you broke a PB, is that right?
1: Yeah, or I matched a PB that I ran with you a, a couple of weeks ago. So... Look, I'm not the best runner, so I started running with Marv 3Ks around Lake Munga and Marv's, I would say, significantly faster than me. Sorry, say
0: that
1: again. Significantly faster than me.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Just making sure the mic was working. <laughs> <up. laughs> and so, look, it, after we kept running with each other, Marv was someone I looked up to in that respect because I'm like, oh, well, you know, he – that's a time I would eventually like to achieve. And so, you know, we kept running together and I kept knocking off, you know, five seconds of my average time, ran again, knocked another five seconds off my average time. I was like, wow, this is great. Like I'm really enjoying this improvement. And I guess a a few weeks went on and my time sort of stagnated and I guess, part of the reasons were for that was I would say you know I definitely do feel a lot different when not getting enough sleep not eating well I found that my performance was affected and then just not getting enough sleep also affects your mindset as well when I guess I honestly thought not running with Marv I don't think I'm able to reach my full potential I, I thought you know the reason why i'm running these better times is because i'm running behind marv and if i had to set the pace myself I, I don't think i'd be able to run a personal best so as marv said i went for a run without him on tuesday this time and he was I, was I just felt really good so I, I set the pace and i kept running and i kept running and i eventually ran the three k's and i ran that personal best time that i ran with marv you know three or four weeks ago and what i wanted to say here was that It just came down to my mindset. At the time, I knew leading up to that, I'd been eating really well, had a really good sleep the night before. And overall, I just felt really positive. And I feel like that contributed to why I ran a really good time. And it made me... And as I kept running, I believed in myself more. The self-doubt was removed. And, you know, I just kept running. I was able to maintain a pace and run faster and faster. So I guess there sometimes you're quick to place limits on yourself but in certain instances when you you let that go you know that belief comes back and when that belief comes back it it really is a you know uh, a chain reaction in a way because one positive domino falls you knock another positive domino over and it's just a it's just an exponential effect and I, I left that run feeling so proud of myself because going into that i was like look i can't run this time because marvin's not here and coming out of that run i'm like ah shit you know what i can actually run that time because you know i i believed in myself so i think you know mindset and self-belief in a lot of circumstances is important and i know it's not that easy it's not black and white and clear cut for me to say look just have a positive mindset and the rest will follow but i think through experiences realizations and processing how you felt at a certain time really helps and i think you know that's that's what really helped with me
0: yeah well, i just want to say as well when you're when we're running together as a person who's in front of you it's really a great experience as well for me because knowing that you're behind me is very, very motivating for me to push forward. So it's not just yourself. And then also, I have very similar mindset to you when I run by myself. I always kind of think, oh, like, who's, who's there to, like, kind of chase in front of me? And you're 100% right. There are those days where you just, you're spent and you don't have anything in you and you're not going to improve or beat your personal best. But it's really important just to just go out there and give it a crack. And, yeah, that mindset that you're talking about It's very important to just remain positive and yeah, not be so hard on yourself, right? Not be so hard on yourself if you are tired or if you haven't slept well, because the big thing is you've showed up and you've given it a go. And we have been there together when you and I have run PBs, but we've also been there when we've run 30 seconds a kilometer slower. And each time I've thoroughly enjoyed it and I thought it's been a really great experience. So I just want to say, one day you'll be chasing my tails down and i'll be trying to catch up to you and i really really enjoy running with you but i'm, gr- I'm very thankful that you're out there by yourself leading the next generation south of the river
1: do you like the fact that i run behind you because i'm checking you out or <laughs> i was gonna
0: say can you notice the booty and the squats i've been doing
1: oh mate always notice that perky peach of yours
0: yes yes um massive shout out to Revos gym for providing (laughs) the squat rack and i guess now we're on the topic of fitness and sports we watched the footy tonight richmond 36 collingwood 36 what are your thoughts
1: oh it was a really good game i mean look initially richmond were down it's such a low scoring game i i didn't think they'd be able to kick back but to their credit they scored a draw, first game back of the season, so good on them, good on them for showing that resilience. They were down, but they they kept going. They think they probably I wouldn't say they'd be pleased with their efforts because they you know, they're in a competitive sport so they want to win.
0: Yeah, and 100 you know exactly 100% right there. And we enjoyed a dinner together tonight, a bit of Thai takeaway. And it's very common living in Australia where we're, watching sport go hands in hand with having a cold alcoholic beverage. However, you and I probably aren't the two biggest drinkers out there. So we watch sports tonight together and it's very common for people to have a drink. We don't really drink too much when we have a when we watch sports. What's the longest period of time you've gone without drinking and what do you think how's that affected you?
1: Yeah, good question, Marv. There's actually been a few times where um, I haven't gone without drinking. First time was – I mean, look, there's probably been other periods before that where I've gone without drinking but I haven't actively counted or actively realised that I haven't drunk but – I guess to give you examples of times when i've actively said to myself no i'm not going to drink first reason was i was preparing for my boxing fight last year so for obvious reasons i was like look i'm not going to drink because that's going to affect my training it's going to not make me perform at my best so the reason for not wanting to drink there was for sporting reasons and for athletic performance and so the duration for that was two and a half months that was just the time of my training camp and can I just say, it, it it's a crazy feeling, like not drinking for that amount of time. Your thoughts are just so clear. Like the way I felt then was just like, I'm in control. Like if I could, it's as if, you know, the Hungry Jacks ad where they, you know how they grab a flame grilled whopper? that's how i would be grabbing my brain because i'll just grab it with both hands and that's how in control i'd feel just to paint the picture there for everyone listening at home (laughs) and just for the american listeners hungry jacks is burger king for you guys just fyi but yeah i just felt really in control like i just felt so clear so much mental clarity i was like i could just and I just felt so good every morning, like wasn't wasting weekends. And it's just, as I said, it's a knock-on effect, chain reaction, that exponential effect because it's one weekend you feel good, carries on into the week. The next week you feel good, it carries on into the next week. And then you've done it for a month. It's car- Those positive intentions have carried on for a month. And then you get into the second month of not drinking. The same momentum you've built over a period of time. And I think that's why... By the end of it, you feel so powerful and in control because it's a consistent effort over time that's built up to a point where you're like, fuck, I haven't drunk and I feel so good. And I think it's an amazing feeling. And I guess to give you my second example, COVID-19, bars shut, clubs shut. I was probably going out a fair bit before that. So had a few too many drinks on the weekends few benders. So it came, probably came at a good time. I was like, you know what, I need to stop drinking. So I guess, interestingly, in that respect, I made a conscious decision to stop drinking for health benefits. I was like, you know what, this is not making me feel good. I'm feeling tired on Mondays. It carries on into Tuesdays. So I was like, you know what, bars aren't open. So I don't see the point in drinking. Didn't even have a casual drink. So probably didn't drink for Two months in that time and once again same thing you've actively not drank it's a chain reaction one week leads to another week and look think of it on the opposite way when when you're drinking week by week what happens the negative chain reaction happens you wake up sluggish on monday you feel shit you feel sorry for yourself you do it again on the weekend Wake up, shit on Monday. You feel sorry for yourself. You get to the fourth week, you've built up four weeks of negativity. You go on to the second month, you keep drinking over four weeks. You've built up two months of negativity. So, I guess to give the to give the opposite perspective, I guess you know it's large contrast of building up two months of negativity versus building up two months two months of positivity. So that's why I guess it's that empowering feeling because two months of positivity is worth it's weight in gold isn't it so (laughs) what about yourself Marv when have you gone for any period of time not drinking
0: um yeah I definitely can relate to what you're saying in this sense I don't think there's been like a fixed period of time for me it might have been like I'm not gonna have a drink this weekend because I'm just for whatever reason I'm either too tired or yeah I don't want to necessarily I've been having it bit of anxiety, I've been thinking a bit too much so, and I, I know the alcohol just makes that effect even larger so yeah and no, I wouldn't say there's been a fixed period of time but there has been times where i kind of, yeah similar to you, I drink in a in a social sense a lot of times when I go out with friends or go out on nights out with you and I um, you see your dance moves on the floor and oh, I've stop drinking, don't want to <laughs> Don't want to be like
1: that. Don't want to join in with him more like it.
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah, and I guess it's a very big part of that Australian um, culture. And and for me personally, I've got someone really close in my life who I've seen what drinking does to them and how it affects them in that way and that when what they said is very similar to what you said, when they've stopped drinking, they've got a really clear perspective and... (sighs) using your what for example they'd probably agree with it and they're just holding that what in their hand and yeah it's it's very interesting because it is very very big part of um the sport like australian culture especially when you're watching sports and when you're doing all that kind of stuff um there's a probably a time for me that i don't know like do I want to do I want to put myself through that like you've what resonates with me is when you talk about your boxing experience and I saw how dedicated and committed you were and I was like wow that'd be really really amazing and kind of coming from the other side if you like I don't put any pressure on myself not to drink but if I had to for example say like oh shit like six months without drinking it'd be a very different story um did you feel like during that time, of that two or three month, two months, three months, was there any stage where you're like, "Oh, stuff this. I just want to go for a drink, like one cheeky drink will
1: be okay." No, and it goes back to the purpose of what I was doing it for. So in that one instance, I was doing it for a competitive sport. So in my head, in my thinking, some people's thinking is different, but in my head, I was like, if I have one drink, I'm cheating on myself. Like, I'm just eroding all the hard work that I'm doing but contrast this year just not drinking because nothing's open if I had one wine with my dinner it's not going to care I'm like I'm not undoing anything it's just just depends on the type of person for me if I say I'm going to do something I'm going to follow through so as I said it just gives you that sense of empowerment so if I say I'm not going to drink for two months and then I do drink in between I would feel annoyed because I'm trying to hold myself accountable so in, in that respect I guess no there's no temptation because i mean it goes back to i guess a very interesting point that i want to raise is that it also goes back to your surrounding as well so look my my family aren't big drinkers so there's not that temptation same thing with you guys like yourself all the boys like dave rick shane giuseppe <laughs> you know they're not all they're not all big drinkers either so there's not that Temptation there for me to actually say oh everyone else is drinking why shouldn't I so I guess really fortunate in that respect like I have really good people around me not to sort of give me that temptation as well to sort of lead me down that path of thinking oh I need to fit in I should drink but even then like look and I will say as well through that experience like I did attend events during that training camp and it's so ingrained in your head when you go out to have something in your hand so i actually felt awkward not having anything in my hand so i ended up getting a water from the bar because i was like this feels more comfortable but it just goes back to what you normally do when you go out like you're just so used to having a drink in your hand that when you don't have that experience it feels weird but you know what there's nothing wrong to it wrong with it and I honestly hats off to anyone who commits to not drinking like it's a big commitment especially if you have other people around you who are drinking and you make that decision for yourself that you're not going to drink good on you stick with it because it's going to pay dividends for you in the long run as I said build that momentum I'm I'm all about building momentum it's such a big thing
0: you are that's something I'm very proud of and that person I mentioned before I don't think it's a I would mind if I say it's my partner and yeah I'm very as you just said I'm very um, supportive and I'm amazed by how she does it she's I think she's gone nearly 100 days without a drink which is very impressive for someone that has you know that's re- use that as part of their life and just watching f- and being in a relationship with someone who has been through that experience of relying on Alcohol and seeing the growth that they've achieved over that three and a half month period, and how they're teaching others, and you know the messages she's told me about, um, you know what it's done for her, and this process of not drinking, yeah, it's amazing stuff, and yes, yeah, very, um, very goodwill power from herself, and very. I know you're very focused on things, and you give 110% to it. I personally said I wouldn't have a block of chocolate this week, and I've destroyed half a block of.
1: Oh, God, <laughs> oh, mate, you corrupted me as well. I was like, oh, I'm not going to have any chocolate. And then next minute, I'm downing half half the other block as well. But with that drink, drinking topic, would you, would you set yourself a target? Be like, in the near future, like, I wouldn't drink for a month or you just feel like you don't need to do it? Or is it something that you would want to try because of the effects that I've just described? Yeah, look, I think personally
0: when I've – thought to myself I'm feeling a bit as I mentioned before anxious or I'm feeling tired or I'm feeling overwhelmed I know the effects of alcohol and what it can do for me personally Mm -hmm. and that just heightens all those other emotions so I just say like yeah I'll give it a miss for this weekend would I set myself a target yeah I could I would set myself a month and see how I go Um, I'm not an excessive drinker um, and I do it in that social scene so yeah
1: you know what? I'll put it out there tonight. <laughs> Are you sure you want to do this? Are you, I have to stop I you there. Know,
0: do we have any events coming up? We've got... We'll go two
1: weeks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Everyone listening out there, I want you to hold Marv accountable. Smash us in the DMs and our posts and just make sure that Marv is not drinking. Check in on him holding him accountable and just make sure because I'm going to be watching him like a hawk. I'm going to be making sure that he doesn't drink two weeks. What's the date today? It's the
0: 11th of June so we're filming, uh, recording this on a Thursday night and I've literally (laughs) just come up with that so I'm going to write it down right now, 25th of June. (laughs)
1: yep that's 14 days good maths so look if i see you with the drink i'm gonna slap it out of your hand unless it's
0: a kombucha <laughs> or a soda water let me enjoy that
1: that's it so speaking of hot topics mate drinking is a pretty hot topic but what's going on in the world at the moment mate? it's massive like i guess for you and i we can't really comment on what's happening in america because we don't live there we can only go by what we've heard on the news however the news sometimes doesn't paint the full story and you and I haven't, not because we're being ignorant, we haven't read the full facts from the first chapter to the last chapter on what's happened to the unfortunate gentleman who's passed away in America. But I guess what we can talk about is racism in Australia and our experience being, uh, I guess, men of colour, Although we were both born in Australia, brought up in Australia, so we do I guess we consider ourselves Australians, but I guess to start off, Marv, would you say that racism is prevalent in Australia? What are your thoughts there?
0: Yeah, that's a big firing question, and yeah, it is a very hot um discussion, hot topic right now uh yeah I firstly before I go on, I bit what happened? in the United States with that gentleman is very unfortunate. And I guess it's happened for a long time now and people want some change and similar things are happening in Australia. And yeah, I think racism is something that's very prevalent in all around the world, uh, as are many other things. And, you know, like, as you just mentioned, we're two guys of colour, we're proud, I'd say, Australians, Australia is a very multicultural society for people who aren't familiar with that. Um, and most of the time, in the majority, you'd say multiculturalism and every race is embraced. However, there always is a min- minority, isn't there, bombs, when it comes to anything. And unfortunately, in this case, I mean, do you have a specific example or a story of when you've been subjected or, yeah, when, when you've been subjected to racism?
1: Yeah, I can I can think of a night where it's actually it's happened twice. I've been hit with a double shot of of racism in in one night. In one night, yeah. So I went to I want to say it was twenty eighteen. I went to sets on the beach in Fremantle. So it was a music festival on Port Beach, and I. I guess the first instance was probably sort of late afternoon, 5 o'clock. Sun was going down. It was man, my mate Squibb. Shout out to Squibb, also a very delicious chocolate man. He's got nice big quads because he squats about 200 kilos, a power lifter. But, yeah, so, I mean, we're just sort of having fun, minding our own business. And I think he goes up to this random girl. I didn't know her. He goes up to her and he's like, oh, what do you think of my mate? And then she turns around and looks at me and she says, oh, he looks like my Uber driver. I was like, shit, that's a bit rude. Like, I mean, look, obviously. Did you confront her? No, I didn't confront her because I was like, oh, well, you know, I could say something and react to it, but what's the point? Like she's entitled to her opinion and that's that. Like, there's nothing more that I can say to change a situation and look you know, I didn't think anything of it at the time like it is what it is like I didn't care what she thought of me I think he was just sort of having a bit of fun and was trying to set me up with her when I didn't want anything to do with her yeah I don't, I don't feel happy. <laughs> it's true <laughs> but yeah so I guess you know I guess it's not I don't know whether it was malicious, but I guess you could, what would you classify as casual racism or just flat out? I don't know. Like, yeah, no, I'd, I'd say that's
0: casual ra- racism and that's something that's, I guess, very
1: prevalent. Yeah. And look, you, you, I mean, some people would probably laugh at that and say, oh yeah, it's, it's funny and look, I can see the funny side of it mm. and... I'm sure, I don't know what people listening at home are the reaction is to this story, but look, it's funny, but as we said, it's casual racism. And what were you saying the other day about casual racism equaling racism? Do you want to go into that a bit before I continue?
0: Yeah, I think I said to you the other day when it comes to something, uh, when it comes to racism, there's obviously saying something like that, that, like a, a comment, You know, that's quite blatantly racist, isn't it? But I think in some respects also being ignorant to racism and saying, oh, no, I don't do it, and then maybe overhearing a comment or just being like, oh, yeah, you know, that's funny or something. I think that in itself is racist as well. So I think that goes back to the casual racism, doesn't it, in a sense? Um, Yeah, which I think is, again, something that is a very controversial topic and it's something that you and I want to just have a bit of a chat about and at the end of the day this is our experiences and what we've experienced and it's obviously um, unfortunate and like I can speak on my behalf and when I've said I probably made a few inappropriate and uneducated comments in the past um, when it comes to certain things about race or what not, am I like go into them and I've learnt from those experiences and I think that's the most important thing in an environment, it? it's just like you educate yourself and you educate other people and I don't want to, I definitely don't want to come on and now talk, sound preachy or anything like that, it's more just about education and as you said we're two people of colour, we're very proud Australians, very proud of this multicultural society which is also want to ignore, don't want to be ignorant and ignore certain things that have happened um, and yeah, it's, just, I guess, our time to speak about it. We can only really speak about what has occurred to us. Again, the things that have uh, happened and occurred to people in Australia and the United States and all around the world, very unfortunate. But, yeah, it's – yeah.
1: Yeah, and I guess the reason why we're going into these stories as well is that, look, I I wouldn't call myself a victim at all. I'm just literally sharing with you guys what's I've seen – and what's come into my ears about what other people have said about me. And I guess going on from that night, so music festival finishes, I'm in in a good mood, you know, had a bit of fun on the D floor. And then, look, after party, we kick on to Metro's Frio, which is a pretty... Interesting nightclub to say the least. There's a few mullets and rats' tails hanging around, you know? But yeah, I was just sort of minding my own business at the bar. And then, I don't know, this bloke probably thinks he's being funny around his mates or something comes up to me. He's like, Oh, are you the employee at Cash and Carry? And I, look, honestly, and I think I called you about it the next day because I wasn't, I wouldn't say I was proud about handling that situation because when he said that, I fucking saw red because I was like, man, this is the second time this has happened tonight. I've, oh, I haven't said it or done anything. Like, how, how is my... Ba-? And, you know, I think the reason why I was disappointed because what what's, what have I got to do with his night? Like, he should go and enjoy his night. He shouldn't worry about what I'm doing. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's yeah. just like... Did you confront this guy? Oh, 100%. I, I, you know, I, I went... I, I said I looked at him in the eyes. I was like, "Mate, say it again." And then he says it again, and obviously that it just spirals out of control like that. Just provokes me, and then he says it again. Then I say it back to him a third time. I was like, "Mate, say it again." And then, and then he says it again. and I, I, I was just like, uh, then I, I was bit more aggressive I was like oh mate like you should watch what you're saying and turn around and go and then and then he starts off he's like oh you know like my mates are over there like we can take you I was like mate whatever just like and then I eventually walked away but I was actually just like I was down about it the next day, not because, not because of what he said, but because he actually got a reaction out of me. I was like, why did I need to give that reaction? Like I was enjoying my night. Like I had fun with my mates, had fun with other people. Like I couldn't have asked for a better night, but you know, what, what, what made him say that comment? You know, like I I don't personally know him. Like, you know, why, 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 why does he have to make that comment? And I guess what I want to say here is that it's an interest, like, and and that's what I want to say is that I. I want to say that I've been very privileged. I wouldn't say that the color of my skin has hindered my progress in life. Very grateful for my upbringing and the opportunities that I've had, and the man I am today. So grateful for that. But I mean, just to compare it, like you know, take skin color aside. For example, like a fit person is making fun of an unfit person. It's like you say it once, um, fit person's like, huh, oh, yeah, whatever. But you say it again that unfit person going to be like well, why is he saying this and then you say it to that unfit person like 10 times they're going to they're going to take it to heart it's the same thing like same thing with the colour of your skin like y- you make a joke about it once it's like oh whatever you say it again you're like oh well, why is he saying that you say it 10 times it's eventually like going to affect you and look I can say I'm lucky that I haven't got to the 10th time with interactions with people throughout my life where it personally affected me, so look really grateful for that. But I can see why it has become a big issue because it's not like it's been said once, it's been said more than 10 times to others. So, mate, I've gone about it a bit, but have you had any instances when you've been subjected to inappropriate comments?
0: Um, yeah, I, 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 I have for sure, and I think what's interesting as well before I tell my story, I What I've noticed as well, a lot of times when I've been out in in the city or out and about, in Australia, obviously, we have uh, Aboriginal people who are the traditional land, uh, traditional...
1: Owners of the land, yeah. Owners owners
0: of the land, correct. And, um, yeah, beautiful people. And the amount of comments I've heard about them, I'd say more so that, more that than anything, the names that they've been called, which I won't repeat, um, and... I think looking in our own backyard, if you compare that to... So right now in the United States, obviously, it's a massive link with African-American people. In Australia, yeah, the Aboriginal people and how they are treated in this country, many people would say it's pretty... Um, pretty poor and pretty negative. Um, as I said, the amount of comments and things I've seen in the city or just walking about, it's just, yeah, it's really disappointing. They're very lovely and it goes back to what you were saying before. It's just, it's barely, uh, solely based on the color of your skin, which you can't choose at birth, can you? It's just given to you and it's very negative and yeah, it's just very unfortunate and something something I am really passionate about, something that yeah really annoys me. And yeah, um, I'll talk about, yeah, personal example Um, I guess similar to you, I've been very privileged I don't think it's hindered me in many opportunities but that could also be that (laughs) I choose not to view it that way. Um, I guess for me, I've been called names like Ching Chong or, you know, when people put their eyes, oh, I'm half Chinese to give some context of people, (laughs) you know, what's this thing with their eyes? Yeah, yeah. Um, Or people just even saying like, oh, but you're not making a racist remark about Asian people and then saying, oh, but you're not Asian. are oh, you really like... Which is, you know, something I'm very proud of. My mum's Chinese and my dad's well, half Chinese, so I'm three-quarter Chinese. So I think that in, it, in itself, um, and it's very interesting, you should be very proud of how you reacted that night, how you didn't escalate it further and how you told that guy what you said. So I just, it, you know, it really does affect me in some ways when people say those comments because it is very, yeah, negative and it brings you down. Um, yeah, it's just a very hurtful thing to say. Um, bombs.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I guess it's just even if you take a step back, like yeah. it's spreading negative energy. Mm-hmm. Like for what reason do you want to spread negative energy for? Like, you know, has that person actually done anything for you or is this kind of like what I don't get is that you say for example like you're eating some food and then you see someone walk past you it's like is that person affecting what activity you're doing if the to me and look everyone will have a different opinion but to me if the answer is no then focus on what you're doing like if someone's actions aren't affecting you then what is it to you or if like if someone's color of their skin's not affecting your daily living or the fact that you know it's kind of like let me give you a silly example like is that person's color of the skin going to affect you being alive like is it going to make you stop breathing no like it's just simple things like that like it's kind of like you can just go about your day do what you want to do like if you want to be happy be happy like don't let someone's Physical appearance, or the colour of their skin, or their actions affect you unless it's directly targeted towards you. Then yeah, of course you're gonna have a reaction. But
0: yeah, just exactly. And use your privilege to you know whatever it is. Use your privilege to spread positivity. That's and create that positive space that people can have. Yeah, you know, continue to grow and have great interactions. And that's, I guess. In some ways, you can understand why people are going out there and doing all these protests and whatnot. It is creating that message that people do care, and it's good to see that when it's done in a respectful and great manner. And you know, we—I'm sure there's protests being held in Perth this weekend, and I don't
1: know. yeah, probably beyond as well. Like yeah, and
0: beyond, and that's great. And, and again, as long as it's done in a, a in a safe. Uh, a way that's not harmful to anyone and you know the message is getting spread that's the most important thing and in a non-violent way as well so um yeah very 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 uh, heated and very passionate but i think it just goes to show it's something that you and i are very passionate about and it's something that we'll um yeah continue to discuss and it's something that you and i have and art about discussing on the podcast because it is conversations, with, right. we do have conversations around that. And yeah, we didn't know how necessarily maybe to discuss it and how what angle to come in. I, I said this to Vimes I said, I don't know what angle to come in from if we're going to be open and honest because we don't want to come across as too preachy, we don't want to come across as you know isolating certain groups or whatever and you know calling people out. But I think it's really important just to have that topic and. You know, I think if anything, myself or Barnes has said tonight that you maybe want to give us more information about, or send us a DM. Like we really appreciate hearing anyone and everyone what their opinions are and what what you know what maybe you would like to add to it. And we put, it's a topic that is ongoing and something that we want to talk about, um, not just now because it's a hot topic, but something we'll continue talking about in the future. And yeah, just. Let
1: us know what you think yeah definitely i mean look as marv said we're not perfect we've probably made comments in the past but look we're actively working on it and you know we're passionate about it and i think it just comes down to man we just want people to be happy like live your life be happy do what you want to do like spread that love and positivity like we're not we don't know how long we're going to be on this earth for so why do i why do i want to make a silly comment and make someone's day unhappy nah it's not how it should be you know it should be you go and do you you be happy if drinking an almond milk flat white is gonna make you happy then fuck, go and do it you know like don't don't think that someone else's comment or someone's like oh yeah what are you drinking that for like fuck, just go and do you and try not to worry about anyone else's comments because look we look we're not happy every day but I'm not I'm, I mean I don't mean it in like oh we're not happy every day but we're not we're not yeah we're only human being but what Marv and I do really work on is that you know if Marv's down I'll check on him if Marv senses something's up with me he'll check in on me and it's all about just trying to be getting the most out of ourselves every day and that's what Ultimately we would love for everyone else because if we feel good everyone else should feel good. So it doesn't matter where you come from, how you've gotten there, what you intend to do going forward, or anything like that. Just keep things basic and just try and you know if you're lifting yourself up, try and lift someone else else around you up because you honestly, you just don't know like one little tiny gesture that you can do for someone, it, could, it can seriously change their day. Like, it, I mean, for example, and going into it, it's like Monday morning I was I was doubting myself. I was doubting this podcast. I was like, why am I doing this? And then shout out to Jess Smith who entered the giveaway. But, you know, she she shared us our podcast that she was listening to on her story. And it was just that... And I know it's a materialistic thing, like, oh, you know, she shared our story on Instagram, but just that some, that one small thing changed my whole thing. It's just that one small gesture that she did that she did not have to do changed my total day. I was like, oh, what a kind thing to do. So I guess the message is there, like, try and actively think, like, how can you change not only your day, but how can you change someone else's day? Because it's really powerful, don't you think?
0: Yeah, it, it is very powerful. And between now and next week i think if you're listening to this obviously you're free to do whatever you want but yeah as london's mentioned maybe just one act even if it's buying the person behind you in line a coffee or i don't know knocking on your neighbor's door and saying hey how's it going like can i get you some groceries or just checking up on someone that you haven't talked to in a while just one little act and i'm sure it will go a long way and yeah what's very funny about all this is Nathan and I sit down and say we're going to talk about specific topics. However, when we talk about one topic and we're really passionate about it, you can probably tell because then we kind of like off springs into all these things <laughs> and all these things that we weren't planning on talking about. But they're all messages and, again, they're all conversations we have um, all the time. They're organic conversations and they're something really – they're probably the most genuine ones we genuine ones we have because we talk about all these – messages of well-being but the thing is i like to you know i like to think that at times and i practice them all the time and yeah when we're feeling down is probably the time when you need it the most and funnily enough you know i've had a bit of an up and down week and for several factors and yesterday one of my dear friends who's actually going to be appearing on the podcast in the future uh, over in sydney i won't say his name <laughs> he um just gave me a call out of the blue and you're talking about that random act of kindness like he probably didn't even know that his call would and asking me how i'm going would really make me feel yeah just kind of like oh wow there's there's something there isn't there like someone calls you and has a chat with you and it kind of makes you forget about all your problems or, or whatever you're thinking and I, I told him that at the end of the conversation actually i said to him i was like oh well, you wouldn't believe it like i having a bit of a downer day and you've given me a call and yeah it's really made my day mate and he, he, just, he was like yeah like you know no worries and i think again that's just something doesn't cost anything does it mate it's no it's friends, it doesn't it's, it's yeah all I, all it gave me was 20 minutes of his time and he listened to how i was going i listened to how he was going and i think that's what it comes down to just that human connection and wrapping it all up back to racism it, that's that's the thing. Like, if we can get past this and make sure we yeah love and respect everyone, then that's that's it. It's positive positivity moving forward.
1: That's it. It's all about the positive vibes. PBOs. I think that's we've it. Got that on our
0: Instagram. Positive
1: vibes. Then <laughs> that's it. We're always going on about P V O, and P V O stands for positive vibes only. And look, speaking of you know positivity and opening up. We're really looking forward to our next guest who's coming on. Like, I can proudly say that it'll be our first ever female guest. So guys, seriously, tune in for that because it's going to be an absolute banger of an episode.
0: Yeah, no, it will be absolutely amazing. I can't believe you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you said that in this stupid accent. Um, she's a dear friend of ours. Her name's... Oh, should we give the name one?
1: No, nah, you got to keep the suspense.
0: Yeah, she's a dear friend of ours, and she's someone who's been listening to this podcast. Well, she says, and we believe her from the first um, episode, and she's an amazing, amazing, very inspirational woman. She's done a lot in her field and... In a career.
1: Yeah, someone who I look up to immensely.
0: Yeah, same here at a young age. Um, and yeah, someone I'm really proud to call my friend. So yeah, definitely tune in and listen to that one next week.
1: That's it, guys. Stay tuned for the next episode. You're gonna absolutely enjoy it, and we hope you enjoy this one. And look, as I said, guys, in all the other episodes, we want to we want to interact. We want to hear from you. So if you have something to say, if you agree with what we say, or if you disagree, or you want to educate us on something, or you want to have a deep and meaningful on a Sunday morning, hit us up at Double Shot Connect on Instagram. You know, we love having a chat, and you know. If you if you want to have a chat,
0: Now, how about I've committed to something for two weeks? How about we both commit to if we hit two hundred and fifty follows on Instagram, we run another giveaway. What do you reckon? You yeah, up for it coming out of the Le- bank account, so you're gonna be up. All
1: right, let's do it. <laughs> All right, perfect. Give the people what they want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: and also if you did, um, if you do follow us, well, if you don't follow us, firstly follow us. On Instagram.
1: At Double Shot Connect,
0: And if you do follow us and you saw this week Varm's tireless effort on the Instagram TV, one of the videos he posted was bloopers from the previous um, podcast we did with Josh Cable. This week, bloopers, I feel very sorry for Varm's. I've had a few brain fights tonight because I was very hyped at the start of the night, but I've just um, got a bit tired and I've... Completely stuffed up a few times. Poor Barnes for his his editing efforts
1: this week will be definitely earning his money. But tune in for that. I think it will be an absolute cracker of a IGT there. Yeah, stay tuned for our IGTV guys coming in hot. So look, thanks for listening. Covered some pretty interesting topics tonight. let We really want to hear what you think. So hit us up, and we're going to sign out. So thanks for listening, guys.